A federal judge blocks the Biden vaccine mandate in 10 states. ASU students demand the administration withdraw Wittenhouse from the school. And a candidate for New York governor supports defunding the police while he has his own police detail. We're going to go over this all and more in just one second. Don't forget to give this video a like, share, and subscribe. The only way this show can grow, the only way the truth can get out there is if you guys add engagement. It's totally free to do so. This show goes live every single night on YouTube and Facebook, so be sure to tune in every single morning on the podcast app. The Joey Saladino Show. You can go there and listen every single morning. Now let's get right into this. So a federal judge blocks the Biden vaccine mandate in 10 states. On Monday, a federal judge temporarily stopped the Biden administration's COVID-19 vaccine mandate for healthcare workers at facilities which receive federal funds. Now I 100% agree with this. Why? Because uh, those who receive federal funds need to act in accordance to the Constitution. It's as simple as that. I am different when it comes to private businesses that are not receiving federal funds. I believe that they should have the right to operate how they see fit like a private business without having the government come down. But especially if you're receiving federal funds, you need to act your business in accordance to the Constitution. Now listen guys, before I read all the full story, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, add engagement to this video, uh, subscribe, whatever you have to do. The only way the truth gets out there is if you guys add engagement to these videos to help it grow. So let's read. The ruling applies to states Alaska, Arkansas, Illinois, Kansas, uh, Missouri, Nebraska, New Hampshire, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Wyoming. Those states have previously filed lawsuits to permanently block the mandate that has been in effect since November 5th. The U.S. District Judge Matthew Schlepp seems to lean towards the state's argument that the mandate would lead to staffing shortages. So this is what he said. This is the scale falls clearly in favor of healthcare facility operating, uh, operating with some unvaccinated employees, staff, trainees, students, volunteers, and contractors, rather than the swift, uh, irredeemable impact of choosing healthcare facilities to choose between two undesirable choices: providing subsidiary care or providing no health care at all, which is true. I mean, we've covered on this show tons of places that had the staffing shortages. We covered tons of places where mass firings of nurses or mass quittings of nurses and even some doctors. And it, we, we've actually seen, I think, even some hospitals stop delivering babies or taking certain patients due to the health care shortage. You know, there were yesterday's heroes, today's villains now, because the Democrats. Um, let's see. The judge's decision is temporary is a temporary win for non-vaccinated workers who work at facilities sponsored by Medicaid. When the states sued the federal court, it was argued that the mandate would impact on states' rights. They also said the mandate exceeded the authority of the agency, the Department of Health and Human Services, that put the rule in place. So I guess maybe they they're it seems like they I guess they're ruling in favor of the states, where it should be up to the states whether or not they um, could fire people over the vaccine mandate, uh, which, hey, a, a win that takes the power out of the federal government's hands is, is, a, is a win. Other states are preparing to lose up to the third, they're prepared to lose up to a third of staff in hospitals and other health care centers if workers do not follow the mandate. The Biden administration argues that the mandate will help slow the spread of COVID, especially among health care workers and patients. Listen, the, pe- the, the, the last people who would need to be forcefully vaccinated would actually be the health care staff. They've been around this stuff for well over a year now. We're coming on two years now, I believe. They've been around this stuff. They, if anybody in this country or in this world is immune 
through COVID, it would be the healthcare workers since they've been around it for so much. They're probably immune to so many different stuff that, that we're not even quantifying because they're around it. So why would you, if, if this was a science and a fact-based approach, which none of this ever, ever, ever been about science or fact-based, contrary to what Biden says on his Twitter, if it really was a science and fact-based approach, they would be like, well, you know, healthcare workers don't need to get it. They've been working around it. If anything, they should be herd immune. But, you know, we recommend it. That, that should be the stance. End of story. If, if you want to be science. If you want to be science. But they don't want to be science. It's never been about science. Nothing what the Democrats has ever been about facts, science, logic, or reason. So ASU students are demanding the administration withdraw Rittenhouse. So ASU student group calls for Rittenhouse removal from online classes. So he's taking online classes and uh, a bunch of baby students there want him removed. Now, before we get too much into this, don't forget to give this video a like, share, subscribe to the post notifications on, click all the buttons. The only way the real news gets out there is if you add engagement. So multiple student organizations at Arizona State University are calling for the administration to withdraw Kyle Rittenhouse from the university despite the acquittal of his charges. So that is right. Radical leftists on campus, these people are not going to be prepared for the real world at all. They would probably have to go work for a big tech company. That's the problem. They will have to go to work for a big tech company because big tech companies would be the only places that will actually have safe spaces. It's not the real world. But it seems like these leftist or companies are, are literally trying to coddle and baby these people. So that, that would be the only place where they'll be ever ever accepted to work. So I, I tell you right now, I'll never hire any of these people part of this organization to any of my companies. Um, I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't want to hire these people either. I'd rather hire, hire Kyle. But, you know, despite him being innocent, they want to have him removed. Let's read. Students of the organization of ASU are organizing a protest to get Kyle Rittenhouse, who is an online student, kicked out of ASU. Uh, withdrawal Kyle Rittenhouse from ASU released a statement against white supremacy and a racist murder of Kyle Rittenhouse reaffirmed support of the cult multicultural center on campus as a uh, space safe from white supremacy. Dude's literally on online classes. Redirect funding from ASUPD to support the multicultural centers and establishment of the care center on campus. Uh, so I guess they want to make this about defunding the ASU police, you know. You know. And don't don't come look at me when, you know, the R-words increase on campus and, and robberies. Even when non-guilty verdict from a flawed justice system, Kyle Rittenhouse is still guilty to his victims and his families. Oh, whatever, whatever. They're, they're planning on having a rally and protest to get murderer Kyle Rittenhouse off the campus on December 1st. Let me see how far this place is from me. ASU. Let me see real quick. Nelson's Fine Arts Center. Um... Because maybe, maybe I'll go show up. Maybe I'll go show up and interview some people. It, I'll look that up in a minute. It should only be, honestly, I think it's only a few hours away from me. Oh, eh, no, maybe like four or five hours, actually. Uh, don't think I'm going to do that. If I have a sudden surge in Patreon supporters, I will probably go and I'll just book a flight. But if I don't see a sudden er surge in Patreon supporters, then it's just, you know. Which is not going to be financially worth it, to be honest with you. At the Rittenhouse revealed that he was an online student at ASU, the four groups demanded that he boot gets booted from the school. The groups included Students for Socialism, Multiculturalism, Students for whatever, justice, Students for Justice in Palestine want him out. Calling him murderer, Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, the students are reportedly planning a rally Wednesday 
Flyers for the event were shared online, meaning kill her off our campus and demand the university protect students from the violent and bloodthirsty murderer. These people are deranged. Rittenhouse is found not guilty in all charges against him on November 19th. The flyer listed four demands the students, including withdrawal Rittenhouse. Okay, whatever. whatever. Uh, Rep. Andy Biggs tweeted out, ASU students want Rittenhouse banned from taking his classes. Just as I tolerate the students' rights to voice their opinions on the matter, they must also tolerate the outcomes of due process. Kyle Rittenhouse is innocent, and he's free to take classes and live his life. That's what a rep from a... Uh, you know, a government rep from Arizona said. Let me see if there's anything else in this Hill article. The university previously said ASU could confirm that Mr. Rittenhouse enrolled in a non-degree-seeking ASU online student for the session that started October 13th, which allows students access to begin taking classes. They prepare the seek administration into a degree program on the university. Okay, Rittenhouse was acquitted on all five charges he faced. First-degree intentional homicide. Oh, blah, blah, blah. you guys get, get it. Uh, the Hill has reached out to the student for socialism group for comment. So I guess they have not commented yet. Okay. Listen, these people are not going to be suitable for the real world in any way, shape, or form. And they got they got another thing coming to them. You know what? And I was talking to this with my with my mom the other day. Let let these leftists be leftists. Let them be as radical as they are. Why? Because when I have kids, when you have kids, or when your kids grow up, the job market's going to be booming for people like us. Because who would you rather hire at the end of the day? A candidate for New York governor who supports defunding the police has his own NYPD detail. That is right. Um, you know, as it says on his, on his button, stay woke. And this guy's actually an elected politician right now in New York. Let's read. It was recently revealed that one of the candidates for New York governor travels around the city with NYPD detail and lives on a military base despite his support for defunding the police. Before we read all too much into this, click this video, like, share, subscribe, turn the post notifications on, whatever you have to do, and engagement, rate five stars in the podcast app, whatever you have to do, helps the show grow and helps the truth get out there. So Williams, 45, has lived on a military base in Brooklyn since 2019. The base has 228 homes, and 15% are currently occupied by civilians who must join a wait list to move in. So he's living in, in literally a military base for the last couple of years and has NYPD detail. And he wants to take away your right to have your own police, your own security. Like as if the crime isn't bad enough in Democrat cities. So he was, he was elected as a New York City public advocate in 2019, is now running for governor of New York. Williams vows to bring transformatively change to Alabama. Transformatively? For, for me, I, don't, I don't know. Seems a little weird the way that was uh, worded. And has previously described himself as a Democrat socialist. The New York Post reported that Williams lives in the South, in Fort Hamilton, USA Army Garrison in Brooklyn. He has also provided with N NYPD security detail because of his position. In order to enter the garrison, one must submit to a background check and go through security checkpoints. There are 228 homes and 15% are occupied by civilians. Listen, if you support defunding the police, if you're a politician who supports defunding the police, it should be a rule where you cannot have an opinion if you're being literally protected by those same police that you want to defund. 
Someone tweeted out, uh, they tweeted to him, to avoid the appearance of another Democrat hypocrite, please defund your NYPD detail and move off the army base. However, you follow Cuomo's footsteps, so pretty small shoes to fill with your BS. One of Williams' representatives explained that the area was chosen because of the affordability rather than the position on a base. However, Williams has continued to be a leading voice on defunding the police, especially in 2020 when the city proposed a budget cut for police funds. Williams argued, that it just it was an insufficient defunding. Joseph Rowland, a uh, Bay Ridge resident, told the New York Post, obviously it's very hypocritical. I feel like it's a situation where regular citizens are not allowed to defend themselves and people like our elected officials can. What I would say as an elected official is if you're so anti-police, if you're so anti-gun, then you should give up all those privileges when you allow you to protect yourself. Okay, listen. Defunding the police, okay? That's one thing. But if you're going to defund the police, at least, at the very least, allow your citizens to arm themselves, to protect themselves. Because when you're thinking about areas like on farms and whatnot, at the end of the day, if you're going to call the police when you live on a farm or something, it could take hours for someone to get there. Maybe not hours. Let's just say 30 to two, thirty minutes to two hours. Let's just say in certain areas. So in those areas, they all have guns. So they can defend themselves if something happens, okay? When you're in this city, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if the response time is just about the same now with as many calls as they're getting. I remember calling um, LAPD ones. It literally took an hour for me to get someone on the phone. It was like a, you know, a Friday or a Saturday night. And if you're going to have that type of response time especially, at least give your citizens the right to defend themselves instead of having to call the police. How many situations could have been avoided or prevented or just not have happened at all if people had the, the uh, right, the people do have the right to defend themselves if the governments in these areas wouldn't block their right to defend themselves? It's, it's, it's quite insane. You know, it's quite insane. So you, we're just going to have a bunch of a defenseless public. No police, no guns. All hell is going to break loose because the only people that are going to have guns are going to be criminals. The only people who are going to have security are going to be the elites. That's the world they want to live in. Some Hunger Games type shit. But anyway, guys, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Drop this video. Like, share, subscribe, rate five stars on the Apple Podcast. This show goes live every single night on YouTube and Facebook. So be sure to tune in live. If you can listen every single morning on the podcast apps, the Joey Saladino Show, go there right now and subscribe. Um, so it's completely funded and supported by you guys. Become a YouTube channel member, Facebook channel member. <coughs> Sorry about that. Even a Patreon supporter, it'll be greatly appreciated. I can't do the show without you guys, without your help, without your support. So, yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Peace out.